Hi, this is Hillary Adler. I'm here for another DMN one-on-one podcast um, during advertising week, actually. And I'm sitting here with Jay Webster, who is the head of product and engineering at Velasis Digital. Jay, do you want to just introduce yourself a little bit, talk about what you're doing over there before we dive into the uh, bigger questions? Sure. Uh, so I've been with Velasis Digital for almost five years now. Uh, prior to that, I spent about 20 years in venture-backed uh, ad tech of all various sorts, display advertising, search, performance, etc. cetera. Um, at Velasis Digital, um, focused on our product strategy and product roadmap. Product marketing uh, is also under my purview now, along with uh, engineering and operations of the company. So you were just on a panel for Advertising Week. You guys were talking about mass migration of um, media dollars to trading desks. Let's talk about this a little bit more. Why are ad agencies doing this? So I think that ad agencies are doing this you know, kind of in hand in hand with the way with the reason brands are doing this, and really it's about um, uh, transparency. I think mm-hmm. is a big issue, and uh, honestly, it's the but it's really uh, visibility into the bottom line. You've probably seen the graphic. Where yeah. is the diminishing uh, advertising dollar going? Right, okay. and the supply chain is so long now with uh, fees for SSP, DSP, mm-hmm. various um, verification sources, yep. exchange fees, and so there's um, really just the the supply chain is so long and everybody's taking their dime along the way. I really believe the motivation yeah. was, you know, how can we justify our uh, premium on media, so 15% was always the traditional kind of markup yeah. on um, on a media bought through an agency, and how can we deliver that value and eliminate a lot of these third parties. So I think that's the motivation. So then how might trading desk usage hurt overall advertising performances and effectiveness? Well, so I think that we have to separate trading desk, the class of software, which is absolutely necessary by everyone participating in the RTB marketplace an agency trading desk and an in-house trading desk. An in-house trading desk uh, versus um, what I operate would be like a managed service independent trading desk. So so it's not necessarily the trading desk that's created that's you know helping or hurting. It is though kind of your view and how you operate the trading desk, right? Like mm-hmm. I said, the trading desk is not like a a magic piece of software it's not full of AI that will just solve your problems right it's a tool but the tool requires expertise to run and I believe that um, for brands trying to make this move there's often kind of an uh, underestimation of what it takes Mm -hmm. to implement to staff it and to get your team to perform and I think really on the hurt side where agency trading desks are concerned is that there is value in having to compete for everything (laughs) you you do, right? Uh, And so, you know, when once an agency is named an AOR, the desk inside that agency, they never have to compete to get a campaign. They're awarded those campaigns, right? And certainly they have to perform. But it's a completely different environment at that point. Whereas my team, we have to compete and win on performance every campaign we run all the time yeah. and I think there's value in that. Of course and but then okay so you want, I want to talk about programmatic 
mm-hmm. because I feel like media's love affair with programmatic has had so many highs and so many lows. As we often um, do. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that programmatic media is now just 100% commoditized? Hmm, interesting. I think, uh, so the short answer is no. I think okay. that the, the that media is definitely a commodity, but the, the analogies with, you know, like a NASDAQ-style exchange break yeah. down pretty quickly because, you know, you never have to wonder when you buy uh, shares of Facebook on NASDAQ if that's what you really got. Yeah. You are absolutely certain that's what you've got because regulatory is in place. There's a lot of... Um, Process to actually be uh, on the exchange to be listed, right? Yeah. Um, the um, our environment is a lot more uh, yeah. fluid, right? And so I think that uh, our industry traditionally has kind of had this sort of like manic or fickle like, obsession with new models, right? And so I was at Yahoo right after the right media exchange acquisition, uh-huh. right? And so it was like, everything's well, that programmed. Was, was that, that must have been a bit of a nightmare. Well, yeah, I was. so I was the CTO and GM at Blue Lithium. We were acquired okay. by Yahoo. Um, so, uh, um, but uh, at that point, it was like, everybody's like, well, networks are dead, direct buy, rep, all gone. It's all going to be programmatic because why wouldn't I just pay for exactly what I want, exactly when I want it? For sure. Awesome. But then we all figured out there, that system was uh, very new mm-hmm. and perhaps beta and very easy to game. And a lot of people, if it can be gamed, it will be gamed, right? So then, it, again, it evolved, and then you saw the reemergence of, hey, maybe we'll buy some network in with this buy, <laughs> and, oh, maybe we'll throw in some direct buy. Yeah. And then, they, well, how can we make direct buy programmatic? Then you get yeah. PMP and header bidding. And so I think that, um, that this is just the way it goes in our business. It's yeah. a sine wave, right? And, and just as um, there's lots of volume flowing to the agency and now starting to flow in-house to brands, to trading desk operations, I think that they'll figure out that, well, we missed something here and it will flow the other way for a while. And it will go on forever because there's still a lot of investment in this industry and you still see innovation yeah. almost m- monthly, yeah. right? So RTB 3.0 is going to come out. That's driven by independent companies. Yeah. Right. And I think that that will continue to be the case. <laughs> okay. So then, you know, how is the move to trading desks hurting advertising effectiveness and performance for brands? If you have a specific mm-hmm. example, that would be helpful. If you don't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but then considering that, you know, what can brands do about this, about it hurting them? So I can get, I'll give you a specific industry trend sure. that I think has gone on uh, forever. So um, I think the way that it can hurt brands is by identifying and latching on to um, what I'll call meaningless metrics. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, for instance, uh, until recently, uh, CTR, click-through rate, was yeah. the metric, right? Yeah. Everybody oh, nice. was writing their um, algorithmic uh, trading uh, you know, uh, programs to maximize CTR. And the challenge has always been, so I have a long history of performance advertising. Mm-hmm. CTR is rarely, if ever, an indication of performance. 
right? Um, when you uh, look at the overall performance of the campaign, almost no matter what the objective was, unless you were trying to sell CPC inventory, okay. CTR is just not in a good indicator of the performance of your campaign. There's stronger attribution possible based on what it is that you're trying to do. Are you trying to move widgets off of the store shelf, get people in the store? Is it e-commerce? Let's optimize on conversions. And so I think that the, the sort of the re relegation or of, of that, um, you know, establishing the right metric to a third party, and an agency is still just another third party, uh, oftentimes uh, can, can really damage what could have been a great campaign. Yeah. Um, now, on the other hand, you have a new metric emerging now. The metric is viewability. Yeah. And that one seems to have stuck. And at least it makes more sense, right? If you're, if you're paying for an ad, you'd like some assurance that it was actually seen. Fantastic. Like, we don't have, there's no problem with that, right? But now you're, gonna, now you're seeing a combination of, well, we want CTR and viewability, right? <laughs> and so I think what happens is, is that, um, you know, the attribution part of media is yeah. one of the hardest things. It's where we're making a huge investment in, in attribution for 2019. Um, that people absent rock solid attribution, they just sort of latch on to the thing that can be measured. Okay. And if this one is higher CR, CTR, well, it must be better. And it's just there's no evidence that that is true. <laughs> so then, how can how can brands innovate their trading desks once they've put all these practices in place? Yeah. So. Um, I think that uh, probably the best advice that I could give is that brands should be involved and they should take on the pieces of this supply chain that makes sense, right? So for instance, um, brands are usually very good at analytics, yeah. right? So they have lots of analytics and BI strength in-house mm -hmm. to run the business. It makes sense that they would be able to collect the data from everybody running media on their mm -hmm. behalf and look at that objectively. And, 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 and actually participate in the planning process in terms of, you know, we need to deploy this program against this objective. <laughs> but, I do, but I think it is, uh, in most cases, except for maybe the world's biggest brands, okay. it, in almost all cases, it's a bridge too far, I think, to say that we should bring this entire operation in-house, right? Mm -hmm. and, it's, and that does go back to the professional trader analogy, right? Um, someone on my panel said, I'm not going to give my stock portfolio to my 13-year-old just because he has an E-Trade you know, <laughs> account. The fact that a 13-year-old has an E-Trade, yeah. though, I love it. Yeah, yeah, mine does, actually. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, but it's, it's uh, I think that you can get into too much diversification and that this yeah. is a complicated practice that requires focused expertise and it requires focused expertise per vertical, okay. per business model, and that um, attempting to staff and build and grow that internally, I think in the, in the wash for most brands would end up to be an ROI negative okay. experience. All right, so let's wind this down All with right. one more question. Should brands embrace alternatives to trading desks or rely more on third parties and ad tech partners to improve effectiveness. Hmm. So, I, so for for programmatic, mm -hmm. uh, again, there's not, there isn't really an alternative to a trading desk, 
right? So that so the vernacular is all kind of jumbled up now because you have the trading desk, the company, the company, right? And then you have um, I love the them. A, a, I do too. I have great friends who work there. Yeah. A, then you have the agency trading desk, yeah. which is really the proprietary desk operated by an agency, and then you have ad tech, yeah. us, right? Where there's a bunch of companies who make a proprietary trade desk and offer it either as a managed service or as software as yeah. a service, right? Okay, so full stop, you've got to have one of those to participate in the programmatic marketplace, yeah. right? So, um, but I do believe that brands should pursue a holistic media strategy depending on what it is they're trying to accomplish, right? So for some companies who are very well established, where demand is high, they should probably like put most of their money into SEM. Yeah. Right, it shouldn't all be just programmatic display sure. media. Um, they should, and they're gonna buy a walled garden stuff, right? They're gonna buy Google, they're gonna buy, and now Amazon and Facebook, right? But I think again, that's why I think brands should invest really heavily in the analytics part of this business, mm -hmm. or have a partner that they trust in analytics, so you can kind of like objectively see what's the performance of yeah. all of this media, right? Um, the question came up yesterday about, you know, can we, uh, the third party, compete with a walled garden in terms of yeah. being able to target and measure? And, you know, the short answer is, well, you know, no. Uh, not, <laughs> not on those two things, right? Because they are sitting on top of a mountain of yeah. first party data. However, we do know that we can be more effective because in the context of what you're trying to accomplish, that's not always the right place to execute, right? right? So there was one uh, large CPG a couple of years ago that after using micro-targeting, which is what everybody says they want, one-to-one, -one, yeah. I want to send you, Hillary, an offer just for you. Yeah. Figured out, well, that's ROI negative because the thing that we're selling just isn't worth that CPM, right? Okay. And so, yes, so, that, so I think that they should embrace alternatives, but they hopefully they always have, and they always yeah. will, you know, search display, social, print, whatever it takes. The whole, just forget the flat, we've got to have a full multimedia. I don't want to say omni-channel, but Yeah, omni-channel. Omni yes, <laughs> you know, over the top and um, digital radio or get bigger every day. Amazing. Well, right. thank you so much, Jay. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for um, having me. Congratulations on your panel at Ad Week. Um, and we'll see you again soon. Right. Thank you.